Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. Again, a quick ad shout out for my golfing brand, All Star Caddy. If you know anybody in your life who likes to golf or if you yourself golf, please go and check out allstarcaddy.com or you can go on Amazon, search All Star Caddy or the Alignment Aid and it'll pop up. It's a great gift for coming up Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, whatever you've got happening. Yeah, check it out, allstarcaddy.com. Thanks so much, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. I believe it's episode 79, and we're back with a House of the Dragon episode 7 is going to be what we are reviewing today. And my amazing co-host, Shay, you are back. Welcome. I'm back. I'm so happy to be back. I'm having the best time. Yeah. I love your sweater, by the way. I haven't shouted it out, but we are both in a very, the exact same forest green color. Yours is Roots, mine is Peace Collective. I love your sweater. You have another one that I got you that looks like that too. Yeah. 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 It's uh, actually over there. I had a heart attack the other day because I couldn't find it. Uh oh. And I, I, cause it's, it's kind of at that point now in Canada where sweaters are coming out, like summer is officially over. Mm -hmm. And so I've been like getting all my winter clothing out. And I could not find the um, Kyle Lowry hoodie, home home is Toronto or, or Tor- Toronto is home forever or whatever it says. Mm-hmm. I get confused between the two of these. It's home <laughs> is Toronto or something like that. Anyway, mm. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I found it like way down in the wrong drawer. It was in with my shorts, which hmm. is not where it should be at all. So as to who, it's me. I've done it at some point. <laughs> but as to when I did it, I don't know why I put it in that drawer. But yeah, I found it. So it will be getting worn again, which good. is good. I'm glad. I kind of, I'm kind of happy that it's getting colder because I love wearing hoodies. And I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I've talked about <laughs> how like summer, I love summer so much, but also I can't wear hoodies and that upsets me. So yeah. I'm pretty happy. I'm also, a big fall person. So I'm very happy about it. You have to check out my bucket hat. Wow. Now that is snazzy. This is snazzy. So there's actually a story behind this. Um, So my mom and dad and my aunt and uncle went on a cruise recently on a holiday. And my dad and his brother, my my uncle, his brother, they both had bucket hats. And my dad had a pineapple bucket hat. So not literally. It's a bucket hat with pineapples on it. You know, (laughs) you get it. And um, I like sent him a message being like, oh, I didn't know you were such a fan of like the podcast. (laughs) Fully knowing that my dad has no idea what I'm on about here. Like, he knows roughly that me and my friend from school, because he knows John really well. Like, he knows mm-hmm. that we have a podcast, but there's no way he knew it was called The Pineapple Theory or anything like that. That's so So funny. then my aunt and uncle get back to Halifax. I pick them up at the airport, and they've got this gift for me from my <laughs> mom and dad. They, they bought me a bucket hat. But then what's really funny is they've also bought John one, and they're going to send it to him. So now... <laughs> Even though we don't have a video part of this podcast, me and John forever will be doing our our podcast whilst both wearing pineapple bucket hats. Yeah, you have to now. It's Now it's part of the brand. Yeah. But I was thinking we should, for the House of the Dragon specific, we need to get some form of attire for the two of us to wear. 
I was thinking this. I was literally looking on Amazon for House of the Dragon like T-shirts or like some sort yeah. of mug or something that we could get. Well, you and- sent you sent that meme of like Homer sitting on the couch with like yeah. a Targaryen flag <laughs> and stuff, and I was like, that actually be pretty sick if we right? could like get something, some uniform together. I'm gonna look into this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty, plenty of opportunities. We'll we'll open the merch store soon. <laughs> if it does pineapple, just like a dragon with a pineapple on its back or something yeah. like that. Pineapple Theory cool. times House of the Dragon collab. Mm-hmm. We can work on we can break, we can work on that name. It was yeah. a bit of a it's mouthful, I think. It's not great. There's a lot of words there, but Pineapple Dragon Theory. <laughs> nope, it's getting worse. All right. Anyway, so spoilers. I'm gonna hit the spoiler button very, very quickly. If you've not seen the fucking film, get your finger out your ass. Okay, so that's John saying that. And um yeah, if you this is spoilers for Game of Thrones and also Game of Thrones House of the Dragon up until episode number seven. Complete spoilers all the way through. If you haven't seen the episode, go watch it and then come back, give this a listen. Because I'm sure we're going to break this down, dive into the nitty gritty of it all. And it's going to be a really good one because it was such a good episode. So as always, just on, on general, without getting into anything too specific, how did you feel about this episode, Shay? First oh, things first. Oh, yes. So, there's a lot to go into here. I I love how you just you know the podcast now so well that you're like cracking cans and just then just going straight into it. I have I can only jingle some Clink. ice cubes, but that's a nice noise. I could listen to that. It is a nice noise. It's very classy. Right? I just think of like yeah. a nice classy din- dinner party or something. Do you know what's so. not classy? But actually, I need to tell you this story because it's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Went out the other day with a dog to that little dog park thing that's around the corner here. And there's a little tiny like nook near the entrance of the dog park that's sort of behind a building. And until you walk into the gate of the dog park, you can't see that little nook. Like it's a <laughs> perfect little hiding corner. Mm-hmm. Anyway, me and the dog walk in. And right in that little nook was three girls ripping a bong. <laughs> like, it was so funny. They looked like high school, like maybe oh, like no. 16, 17. Three girls all crowded around this massive bong. Nice. Like no idea how they, like they're hiding, but they're hiding with like a bazooka. <laughs> you know, like it's not really much. Anyway, so I like lock eye contact with them. They look at me and I'm just like, hmm. And I just keep walking because like, <laughs> I'm just going to the dog park. I don't give a shit, you know, crack on. Should have asked for a start... hit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but you know, no. <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, that's that's not so classy, but also funny. And I've been wanting to tell you that story for the past like two weeks and keep forgetting. So now you know. Anyway, back to the House of the Dragons. What mm-hmm. did you think? Episode seven. There's just so much to say. I mean, so much happens it and it's one of those episodes too that it was like it all took place within like a day and a night but so much Mm -hmm. happened and it's like it's just crazy i don't know my mind is kind of blown that's that's all i have to say so far yeah i think that i was i was i was satisfied that this felt like a normal pacing of an episode like no big jumping around and moving from event to event sort of thing it was all focused around the funeral right like that's mm-hmm. base that's the basis as to why it was um so I, I did definitely enjoy that and the episode as a whole i had some issues with it visually but just on like a practical point of view like it was 
it's quite a dark episode in certain scenes and i couldn't really see it but i was watching in the middle of the day and the tv is quite reflective so maybe if i watch it again at night i'd be able to see more but yeah so i was a little upset on that but other than that like the the action the the sort of movements and the developments of characters in this was so game of thrones like it was was. very very good it Um, was yeah i agree though with the dark the sort of the dark element to it i i don't know like there's even some episodes of game of thrones that are so good but like i can't fucking see anything everyone's walking around at night and i'm like dude where's the lighting it tends to be i think whenever they're gonna do a big cgi scene they'll try and put it in like a darker lighting right. because it's easier to get away with like right. anything in broad daylight that involves like a dragon or something like that it's harder to render it and you have to take more time to deal with how the light affects different surfaces and all that sort of malarkey versus like if it's like at dusk or whatever you can get away with a lot of like just heavy shadows and therefore it, it sort of blends in better yeah so i think it's point. cheaper for them to do that um but yeah, it was a little a little dark in parts, which is just a shame because you, you want to see it. But, you know, minor thing, minor thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so should we just dive into the notes and we'll go through this episode, break it down, start to finish, and then yeah. we'll go from there. Yeah, none of my okay. I, none of my notes are in, like, order. So I will That's just... That's okay. I'll just go That's off all right. of you. My, my, my notes are in order because I just jot them down super quick on my phone as I watch it. So... I've and I tried to do sort of each scene a little something so that we can sort of follow it. Anyway, so opens up with what I put in my note as a pretty cool funeral scene. Mm-hmm. It's very cool, like it's it's a nice sort of uh, what what's the term? It's like it it's really like grounding in this world. Like it's because. A funeral scene has been played so many times in a movie as to what like a normal human sort of funeral scene is. Yeah. It's cool when you see a different sort of tradition, how they would deal with a funeral, because it makes you really think, oh, these people like are invested in this world and it exists. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just really liked it that they, they're people of the sea and they're sort of being sent back to the sea and the ropes and everything and how they do it. It was, it was just cool. But yeah, also I helped. thought nightmare to go snorkeling down there <laughs> yeah be like, a bit scary. <laughs> i thought that, like grave. if you go for a casual swim and you go around to like graveyard bay or whatever they'd call it that would be shit scary just a bunch of coffins down there <laughs> Oy, would yeah. not like it no would be a little bit much but yeah i agree mm-hmm. i thought like aesthetically that scene was really cool like and i also just thought the coffin like that stone coffin is so yeah. sick i'm like i want a stone coffin like that it was like a cool. perfect it was a perfect kind of like influence of like a pharaoh's tomb kind of. Yeah. But then done for like, yeah, how it would be if it was going in the sea. Yeah. Yeah, totally. it, was, it was very, very cool. I also thought that um, it was quite shocking off the get-go seeing everybody that was there mm-hmm. based off of the events of like the last episode. Yeah. So the fact that obviously Damon was there, but I just didn't expect him to be there for some reason. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he is there. <laughs> You keep forgetting that him and Lena were married. And I'm like, it's because that was my first instinct too. I was like, wait, why is he here? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's her husband. Like, no, no shit. I didn't forget that they were married, but this whole episode and forever, I will never correlate that his two daughters are his daughters because there's just no No. bond there. There's literally no, I haven't seen them have one conversation. Like there was that one part where he was teaching one of them Valerian. Um, But I was like, 
what are you guys like are you guys related like what is happening here he pays yeah, this them whole, no mind at all yeah this whole episode he was nowhere to be seen and like Mm-mm. they they focus a lot on lenor sort of lacking in the in the dad department <laughs> but no one's saying anything about damon here like he's no. doing nothing no he's not even like supporting his children during their mother's funeral he's just like off talking yeah. to someone else and i'm like dude come yeah. on damon yeah it's very strange um so next time i have actually on damon is damon laughs at yes. the line um the blood shall never thin mm-hmm. and then they cut to a little shot of rhaenyra so i'm i'm I took it as my interpretation was that he's laughing because they're saying that their blood will never thin, and yet their like house, their their lineage is a lie going forward because of Rhaenyra sleeping with uh, um, the other character whose name I've already forgot. Harwin. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. That little what? giggle. Oof. So much. <laughs> you liked so it? much in that. I mean, well, yeah. But like so much in that, just that little giggle, because it's basically just like, it's so it's so out of pocket for Damon to just be laughing mm-hmm. at his like, his wife's funeral, and he just yeah. has this little giggle and looks at Rhaenyra, and I'm like, you're so chaotic, you're just chaos like as a person. Yeah, I wonder if he's like, a little unbalanced, or if everything is planned, <laughs> like if he planned that to like psychologically fuck with some people, or if he right. just generally has like can't control himself because no one laughs at a funeral i mean in, unless it's like set up you know right <laughs> i don't know i just think he's chaotic i don't think he planned it i think that he genuinely thought it was funny yeah okay fair enough well, that's my theory but yeah the whole speech was really good and i was thinking like hmm it's all going off like fine and then he laughed and i was like oh <laughs> this <laughs> mm-hmm. is gonna we're we're in game of thrones Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then we get introduced to the new old hand of the king. Yes. Otto is back. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I did that. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I like it for the chaos of the show, but also I don't like him at all. And I think he's a little snake. So, so not happy. We, we know for sure he's a snake, but I think that it's the king is clearly falling apart and dying dementia and i think that the fact that he's brought back otto and he's also forgiving damon and asking him to (laughs) like he he's sort of trying to make his peace with everybody i think Mm -hmm. so he's on his way out and he's not caring so much about the yeah like what's happened in the past he's just trying to let bygones be bygones and and sort of get the fa- get the band back together before he <laughs> mm-hmm. kicks the bucket <laughs> so yeah the the going back to auto it does kind of make sense um and then also i wondered if it was to give sort of some favor back to the queen and him his relationship like if he g- gave her dad because they had issue over it right right um and they also had issue over like the hand leaving and obviously dying and everyone all that um mm-hmm. so my yeah, I wondered if it was like a favor for the queen. I think Allison was just in his ear. Like after Harwin dies, which like is because of Allison and Laris, I think Allison just goes into his ear and is like, you know, you should really just hire my father back because he was a great hand. And like, it's been so long now. Like, you know, let, let's just bring him back one time. And I think the king yeah. has dementia and probably was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And then here he is now. It kind of though... 
Maybe it's also that the king, because because Otto was was let go because he brought up the fact that Rhaenyra and Damon were together, mm-hmm. and now at this point, the king knows for sure that that did happen because Damon confessed to it. True. Right? Yeah, that's true. So maybe it is a case of the king's like has truly forgiven and also felt a bit bad that he did dismiss him when he brought him like correct, mm-hmm. accurate information. Right, and he yeah. actually had the like the cojones to like stand there and tell him it to his face it's true and it's been 10 years too so he's probably yeah. just it's probably just a combination of like time and you know like you said sort of trying to forgive people and make amends i guess with his family but yeah in terms of the fact like i think we're both team Rhaenyra here very much for sure um so in terms of how that's gonna play out and we're gonna get into it because boy we are it's like we're not even scratching it's the like surface n- here. Everyone's being drafted to different teams at the yes. minute, but there's two main teams that are going head to head, and we're gonna have to talk about that. But yes, I don't like the fact that Otto is back because he's playing for the wrong team, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I do love the actor Reese Iffens, and I love this character because it's like if Damon is like crazy chaotic, this guy is like planned chaotic. Yeah. I agree. Like he's methodical in his in it in the way that he is. He gives me very much um not as big and scary, but he gives me um uh Tywin Lannister vibes. Yeah. Like totally. kind of very well thought out, spoken Smart. and everything he says is like he's clearly thought about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that kind of character a lot. Brings a lot. Yeah, it brings okay. some like some mystery to the to the show a bit. Yeah. Next little note I had was that one of Rhaenyra's kid um, is upset that they're not at um, Sir Harwin's uh, funeral. Yeah. Uh, they're they're where they are celebrating, not celebrating, well, I guess celebrating the life of, but, you know, they're yeah. with, um, oh. Bela guy? and, <laughs> or, yes. what's, yeah, Lena and Lena's Lena, kid, like, yeah. Lena, yeah, so yeah, they're at, because they're aunts, I guess, because it would be their supposed dad's sister. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was interesting because the is the kid saying that because just the fact that like Sir Harwin was like a really close friend and he's upset that that or does the kid know that that's his dad? I think the kid knows. I feel like I feel like they've mentioned it so much at this point and like the kids don't seem to be stupid. So I think that they're fully aware of it. And also I think he's bringing up a good point because he's like, well, we're at this funeral for these people but like we're not even at our own father's funeral right so yeah so the kids they they know probably that or at least one of them because we later find out again not jumping ahead but later we find out that one of the kids definitely knows that um his dad who his real dad is and the other kid doesn't know yet mm-hmm. and that whole thing leads somewhere but um yeah we're getting ahead of ourselves so back to the notes so the next note after the the kid wants to mourn his actual dad thing i've got here is um she's your future queen mm-hmm. question mark um yeah, that was are we just straight up incest so now i'm talking about the the young kids mm-hmm. um aegon um yep aegon and aemon yeah yeah why why are they set up like that i don't understand. why did they say that's your future queen yeah so i wrote this note down too because i was like girl what what is going on here so so mm-hmm. again but also 
to, to kind of like rewind just like 10 seconds, we see yep. Helena or Helena. I'm not really sure what her name is. I think it's Helena or Helena. Um, anyway. H- H- Helena. Helena. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with Helena. Um, so again, she's being weird, which I love. Mm-hmm. And she might yeah. be my new favorite character because of just, I don't know what's going on there, but I love it. She gives me, have you seen Harry Potter? I have a little bit. Don't hate me, UK okay. listeners. She gives me um, kind of um, similar in a name, but Luna Lovegood. Yeah, I know her. Um, she's like blonde hair and a bit wacky and like mm-hmm. likes animals and just sort of does her own thing. Mm-hmm. Gives me that kind of vibe. I love her so much. She is so cool. Um, but yeah, so she's sitting there and she's like playing with this like spider and she says this like rhyme out and I'm, I wrote it down because I thought it was so cool and we can go into it later. But she says, hands turn turns loom spool of green spool of black dragons of flesh weaving dragons of thread and it repeats and she kind of repeats it again and then you it sort of pans back and you see the Mm. brothers standing there and Aegon's like she's so weird and and then Aemon's like that's your future queen and then she's like well why don't you marry her and he's like well if it was if it was my duty I would do it like and I'm like, girl, what? Who brought this up? Nobody said anything about being married to your sister. Where did this come from? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because no. I'm th- I'm trying to think of who who's told them this, and the only one that would make sense is if it's Allison. But why yeah. would Allison want them to be incest? I don't know. That's just this is what I'm talking about. Like it's it seems weird. It seems like they've come up with this concept on their own. Like that they're just. Like, one of them has to marry It her. seems like we've missed a scene. Like, the mm-hmm. editors, like, cut out a very important scene because it's strange that that's how that... Because I was trying to think back to the very weird scene in the last episode, but when the um, when Allison and Aegon, like, have their conversation, yeah, um, she doesn't say anything about, like, oh, you're going to... She says you're going to grow up, you're going to be the king, you're going to sit on the throne kind of thing. Mm-hmm. doesn't say you're going to bang your sister. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> it's Where very strange. From? Yeah, weird. I don't know. But I mean, creepy kid is is being even creepier. I um, love it. I love her. I want to I want to like very briefly go into what you think that like riddle/little Okay, right. Means. Re- read me it back again cuz I couldn't hear properly what she was saying. I heard dragon every now and again, but I couldn't really work out what she was saying. Okay. So she's so sitting there playing with like this spider bug. Yeah. And she goes, "Hand turns loom, spool of green." spool of black dragons of flesh weaving dragons of thread okay so the spool of green could be about the high tower family because yeah. their color is green right mm-hmm. black is targaryen mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking okay and so then the dragons flesh what was that dragons of flesh weaving dragons of thread so i'm wondering if she's predicting like Dragons of Flesh kind of makes me feel like like Rhaenyra and Damon are going to have a kid. Like, soon. For some reason, that's in my head. And then, weaving dragons of thread. Like, dragons of flesh. So, Rhaenyra and Damon weaving dragons of thread. Mm. I don't know. But then you have Spool of Green, Spool of Black, which is obviously the Targaryen and the Hightower, like, color thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the hand turns loom. Like weaving them together? Like 
is there going to be some sort of like i don't i don't know yeah i don't know the only other thing i was thinking of like dragons of flesh mm-hmm. is that can that relate to like the the fact that Rhaenyra's kids wouldn't be dragons of flesh because they're not oh no because they are still targeted yeah. they're still hers they're just not um Blair, uh, the other ones yeah so this is what i'm saying and this one is not as clear as like the the whole <laughs> you'll have to <laughs> no, lose an yeah, eye the other one where he's like you're gonna lose an eye yeah and like that's pretty does. obvious mm-hmm. yeah i don't know hmm. it definitely means we'll something have to though. Keep, yeah obviously i mean we've she's one for one so mm-hmm. i would assume she's gonna be two for two yeah, hey, that's that Canadian thing again. A two for two. Two for two, bud. A two for two, bud, eh? <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. I mean, what what do we think? So she's a... What's, what's the terminology for what she is then if she can sort of see the future? So I think you said last time that they're called a dreamer. A dreamer, that's it. Yes. Yeah. I'm just thinking, yeah. Okay. So we're just... We're pretty certain that's what she is she's gotta be she's gotta be what's what is the connection with the animals then just a fascination just to give off weird vibes or is there I is mean, or is your warg sort of like is theory she, gonna come is she like this? a witch like i don't know mm. like i'm not I'm, oh right that's, yo i completely forgot but remember the scarlet witch not scarlet witch sorry that's marvel uh, the red red yeah witch? yeah yeah the red, red woman red lady red woman yeah the red woman there's too many bloody things in my head i've seen too many <laughs> movies but yeah, her character and the whole like fire religion and mm-hmm. stuff. I would love to see someone come into that because that yeah. whole thing always fascinated me in Game of Thrones. Way more than like Brandon. Enough. Right? Like storyline. Brand's like storyline. Yeah. Mm. yeah okay, right. It's interesting though because just a quick anecdote. A lot of people mm. that have read the books, um, like Fire and Blood, which is this one, like this show is based off of. They say yeah. that Helena is everyone's favorite character or like a favorite amongst the readers so she's got to have something here like this cannot just be just like having a, just having a slow start maybe yeah i think so hmm. well hopefully we get to see more of her mm-hmm. dude sorry we said this last time but it's 10 episodes that we're getting of this right 10 it's season yep. so one got three left and then you sent me the horrible text the other day <laughs> that season two isn't until 2024 i'm literally going to throw myself off a cliff I remember saying the same thing when they announced when the next season of Game of Thrones was going to be, and it was a two-year wait, and I was like, what are we going to do? What the hell is that? It's honestly bullshit. It's rude at this point. It is rude. I feel like I'm being personally attacked. Like, you guys know how much I love the show. Just give it to me now, or like, let, let me watch as you film it. Do you know what I think we could probably do, though? What? If we, considering how long Game of Thrones is, we could do an episode a week of game of thrones and it would cover the two-year gap we could we, we could, could like watch it yeah we could like work it out to you know the total of episodes and how many weeks we have between the end of season one house of dragons to the start mm-hmm. of season two two-year gap and then we do like one episode or two episodes a week and then we'll cover the gap perfectly and we'll still be getting deep into game of thrones fully immersed well i'm actually so reading the book there is right that now. option i'm oh, reading the book go. and the game of thrones one and it's um it's so good like i i always kind of put it off because it's so big like there's so yeah. much to it um but it's great so far it's really readable like it's super That's, yeah I've, I've read that one that's mm-hmm. the only one i read is i read the very first game of thrones book and then i by that point i was like i'm gonna read the first book and then i'll watch the tv series and then i just got absorbed in the tv show yeah but 
if I remember anything from the book, and I don't want to spoil it too much, certain characters get like more to do in the book than mm-hmm. they do in the TV show. And then it makes the TV show a little frustrating on that front. But it, yeah, it was a great read. Yeah, I'm glad I've watched it first because I've, I've heard the same thing about about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get back onto our notes here. So <laughs> mm-hmm. what have we got here? So yeah, She's Your Future Queen. Really weird. And we're definitely going to need more on that mm-hmm. as well as the fact of Helena's sort of dream, dreaming future thing, this power she's got. Um, next note I have is Damon what does he want because mm-hmm. we get the king coming over and doing a quick little you're forgiven you can come back on the sort of the council thing and he still is like saying no mm-hmm. <laughs> and then again we're going to be jumping ahead a bit here on this thought but knowing what happens later on in the episode and all that do you think that the king is sorry that Damon is saying no to the king because he's trying to like wiggle his way to Rhaenyra, or does he genuinely at this point is he absolutely just going to go back across the water and just sit and get fat? I think Damon wants to be wooed. I think he wants to be wooed. He's looking yeah. for it. Like yeah. I think I think he knows what he I know that he wants Rhaenyra. I feel like that's not even like mm-hmm. a debatable like point but i i kind of think yeah i kind of think he doesn't really give a single fuck about anything political i think he just wants rhaenyra and he wants to like keep causing havoc and type of thing and i think at this point like when he says to the king he's like uh what does he say he goes um you know like the gods haven't been like fortunate to you or they haven't been kind to you and then then damon's like yeah it looks like they haven't been kind to you either yeah. Like, girl, yeah. why are you so shady? I love it, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the king is trying to be nice and say, like, sorry, the, the gods can be cruel if they took away your wife kind of thing. And he's like, well, they're cruel to you, too. Look at you. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is a good one. This this episode, compared to last episode, we definitely get Damon that we know and love. We get Damon back. I don't know if I even love him, to be honest. I think that I... I do. I'm just fascinated by him. I don't think I actually like him, but he is he is like the the he is the heart of this like show. Very much. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I also agree. I think Damon wants to be wooed here. I think he's looking for I think it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, like I don't know, maybe, you know, there's these like Airbnb there's like Airbnbs on sale this year. We could go if you want. He's like, I don't know if I want to go. Well, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm already packed." Yeah. Like it's kind of like that thing. Like he's kind of like I don't know. He's baited it in some way. Yeah. He's like, I don't want it. But like, if you want to give it to me, like I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like that. That's it. That's better than my Airbnb thing. Don't threaten him with a good time because he just might. No. Well, I mean, to take a good time at your wife's funeral is um, takes a certain person. And that is Mm -hmm. Damon to a T, I think. I love it when, when not to skip too forward, but like when Rhaenyra's like, well, were you guys, were you guys like happy? Were you in love? And then Damon's like, mm-hmm. we were happy enough. Like she was all right. I'm like, that, yeah, she, was all she right. just died, man. Can you please mm-hmm. show some sympathy here? I thought it was, uh, no, jumping ahead. Just, I'll remember, I'll remember <laughs> when we get to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. um, Yeah. So we then get to the late night beach walking scene. Mm-hmm. and before we get into the 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 meat and the potatoes of it um <laughs> uh they 
have a really good line, which I think was cool that they included um, when Rhaenyra is saying that they tried to have kids, but um, Lenor and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think I can't remember what she said, but she said something along the lines of like there wasn't any like enjoyment in it. Mm hmm. And maybe that's why it didn't work or happiness or whatever. Yeah. But I like that they say that they definitely did try mm -hmm. because they that's sort of like the only thing that we knew about their marriage was that they were going to commit to doing their duty and then they were going to have like happiness or whatever on the side. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I like that line. And then, yeah, we straight away get into like the... I don't know. <laughs> I think that I don't know if they meant to do it, but the first episode when they aged Rhaenyra up, we both said that we didn't feel like she was really herself. Yeah. And that she was a bit off. And it was probably just that the character, it wasn't so much the actor, the new actor. It was the fact that the character was very much in a boring pit. And mm -hmm. they kind of address it here by Rhaenyra saying to Damon, like when you left, like I just had to sort of, I had no one. Yep. And I just kind of had to fall into place. Mm -hmm. And it does kind of, I think, do a good job to sort of explain why last episode she seemed a bit off and, yeah. and less like confident or I don't know, just less less of herself, really. Yeah, I think it, it yeah, it gives an explanation as to why she's so like domesticated, I think, because she kind of had to. Yeah, that's and a good word for it. I also think like what you were saying before is I think her admitting that she tried to have kids with Lenor really kind of like redeems her in a way mm -hmm. because it kind of seems like she didn't even really give it a try so at least we yeah. know that she did have like good intentions with the whole thing um but yeah like she's in this sort of position of like she's a wife a mother and you know not that that's like a bad thing or can hold you back but like it's definitely you have responsibilities whereas the last time her and Damon really had like a meaningful interaction she was 17 she was like about you know excited to become queen and um her life seemed to be going in like a different direction mm -hmm. right yeah but yeah, yeah I, I thought know. it was interesting that she related all of that so much onto like Damon being there or not being there though mm -hmm. but I think it's just the fact that yeah we did we saw a really a lot we saw a lot in the first few episodes that she really opened up to Damon and was like truly just herself. I mean, the whole going to get the egg back thing and the fact that she yeah, yeah. shows up and, and they sort of work it out themselves, I think shows that they're yeah, two peas in a pod scene. kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So then they're walking on the beach and then they stop walking. They definitely they start, stopped walking. They start getting down to it. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking the whole time that like, the, the dead wife, they're at the beach <laughs> and the dead wife is just <laughs> yeah. like round the, like round the corner bubbling. Yeah. Like un I literally uh, wrote, that was strange. I literally wrote Damon and Rhaenyra. And then I said, Lena, not even, or Lena still warm in her grave. Just yeah. <laughs> watching this going, you bastard. Yeah. It's very strange. He also, has no like, remorse though. Like he just, he, I don't think anything phases him at all, unless it comes to Rhaenyra. He seems completely unemotional and unattached to like his children, his dead wife, his brother. Yeah. He couldn't give a shit. I mean, we also forget, and that's his second dead wife. 
Oh yeah, that's true. He's like this... he murdered the first wife yeah. and no real anything there. Also, it set up set it up and maybe it's something to keep in mind. They did that have that whole thing at the uh the 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 party ceremony where the first dead wife's cousin or whatever came up to him and made a bit of a spat and he said well no, i now own that land kind of thing mm -hmm. so i wonder if that's going to come back into it just to put a pin in it yeah um but yeah they're at the beach they start getting down to it um yeah the the line i'm no longer a child and then mm -hmm. they kiss. It's still weird. It's very weird. I mean, I'm a I'm a Rhaenyra and Damon shipper. Like I, mm -hmm. and I hate to admit it, but I think we all know that it's it's true. I like them together, and I know it's weird, yeah. but it's fine. Um, but yeah, and also too, like when she says uncle, before she yeah. like proposes marriage. Why did hey, listen, House of, House of the Dragon writers, if you are listening to this right now, why would you have to do that? That's weird. That scene could have been so romantic if you just didn't have her say uncle. That ruined the whole thing. And I'm never going to forget it. I think they want to keep it weird. Like they want you to know that it's wrong, but also allowing you to think it's okay enough to keep watching, sort of rooting for them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wrote that down earlier. Uh, sorry, later on when she says uncle, I was like, ew. Like, because it's just like, why would why do you remind yourself of that? Like, why did you say that? I would ne not that I would ever be in that situation, but like, why yeah. would you ever say that? Like, I just, ugh, ugh, I don't like it. Is, um, do we think George R. R. Martin has like a, has like an incest kink? For incest, like maybe a bit of a fetish. George R. R. Martin, if you're listening to this podcast, we want to know, do you have an incest kink? Because it seems like you might. He might. <laughs> that sound button, <laughs> I just saw it and I was like, well, I could. Um, yeah, I think maybe he does. Anyway, yeah, so they, they they get down to it. The whole, yeah, no longer a child still still makes it weird. Don't care. Mm -hmm. It's still weird. Um, then my next note is sand gets everywhere <laughs> because mm -hmm. just thinking it through. Anyway, yeah. the next I put, what's Draco Malfoy up to? <laughs> because he's running along the sand dunes in a little cape and it made yeah. me think of the scene in, again, I know you've not seen too much of Harry Potter, but like the scene where Draco Malfoy is like running through the Forbidden Forest and he's in his little like school cape thing. <laughs> I just very, very similar. He kind of looks like him um, too. Like the blonde. Yeah, he does. The blonde, the blonde hair. hair the, the face, very similar. Giving Draco like, Malfoy. Could. Yeah. Um, and then I put, got some balls to claim that dragon. That's a big dragon. Better than a pig. Is, yeah. is is what I put. But yeah, he goes straight for Vagar. And also, I gotta give, give, give credit to the kid because he's snappy on it. He like, is. He has a plan. He it doesn't, it doesn't seem too thought out other than like pure passion. He wants a dragon and there's a free dragon. He's going to get it. Yeah, I, I wasn't that mad about it. Like, I I mean, obviously, if you're Lena's kids and you're, you feel like you're entitled to the dragon, then like, yeah, I get why you're pissed off. We'll get into that later. But mm -hmm. like, in his point of view, I don't think it was that bad. I think he just wanted a dragon. And he was like, well, this dragon is here and it doesn't have a rider. So, Well, I think that dragon was a Targaryen rider. I think we did this last week when we went through the dragons. But before Laner, I think that it was a Targaryen dragon yeah. that Viserys rider, rode. You know? Yeah, Viserys yeah. Rode, or, rode him. Is, it, is Vhagar a girl or a boy? I think it's a boy, right? Male? Uh, I'll look it up quick. Okay, whatever they are. I'm pretty sure Viser Viserys had them, and then it got passed to 
Lena or Renice. Okay, so Vega. Here we go. Bring it up very quickly. Um, Visenya Targaryen and then Lena Valarian. Mm. Um, Vega, nicknamed Queen of All Dragons, is the largest dragon in the realm, twice the size of Caravix's. Her scales are deep jade, named after a god of old Valyria. She was ridden by Queen Visenya Targaryen during the conquest of Westeros and later claimed by Lena. So... This would make Aemon the first male rider to ride her. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I wasn't that mad about it. I thought I like I would say like that scene is one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. No, him, I'm like, not mad about it. Be- yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And I like that um you know, he has to speak to I, I kind of I don't know why. I wanted it to be a bit more avatar like mm-hmm. how they sort of have the bonding sort of scene and sort mm-hmm. of the first connection and it, it's a bit off. They and they kinda do it. Like he's but it's more that the dragon is like flying and the kid just has to hold on and get used to it. It's not like the dragon has to get yeah. used to him. Yeah. It's just sort of like, okay, move on kind of kind of vibe. So I, I wish they give the dragon a bit more personality somehow to to make that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The dragon's more, an old lady. She she's like oh fuck another another writer yeah she was like, like settling down seven hundred years old man I don't want this fucking like snot nosed kid on my back like this shit sucks yeah I don't I don't I also I don't know enough about how dragons are yet <laughs> like I don't know wh- why they allow people to to ride them and why also do they understand that language like it just doesn't. I don't, I don't know. know enough of the lore. We need to obviously do some more research on dragon lore before we can yeah. speak on it. We're not in a position of power to speak on. Maybe that's lore. why we don't have merch that we wear yeah. yet because we're not worthy of the. We don't mm-hmm. know the dragon lore. We have yet. lessons until to learn. we do. We can't <laughs> get matching bucket hats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so Draco Malfoy he climbs up there. He's got some balls, better than a pig. Um, and then. After he's got the dragon, he's then running back home, and we have the the battle of the kids. Yeah, kid on kid violence. Yeah, I don't like, I don't condone kid on kid violence, but this was a great scene. I wanted to jump in. I I yeah. like it was getting me going. I was like, I want to jump in on this. Like this looks fun as hell. When they all I, start beating the shit out of him, I was like, yes, like go. I in. was shocked. I was shocked though that there was no adults around at all. No. The, the guards that did and stuff, seem odd they're busy they're sleeping they've got long days they're surely overworked. the nighttime though is when a guard needs to guard the most yeah but if you think they're all sleeping then i feel like you're not that keen like on it you know what i mean yeah i don't I know they're up to no good it's their own fault that, that they get into trouble it's not the guards fault i don't blame the guards i blame that yeah. little that little rat bastard Amond. so this is what I was going to ask you. Which of the kids' teams were you on? Because you just said that you liked the fact that Eamon went and got the dragon. You weren't mad mm-hmm. about it. But then when it comes to the fight scene, because he calls them bastards, does that then switch you back over? I don't like Eamon. I just think him taking the dragon was cool. I think those two little blonde little numpties, as you would call them, um, mm-hmm. are deserve to get their asses kicked a little bit. So... Assume? Yeah, Aegon and Aemon aren't aren't doing anything for Mm-mm. themselves. I don't like them. They give me bad vibes, and I don't like their hair. 
So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I agree. So, yeah. They, and they start they beating don't. his ass when Bela and uh, what's her name, Reina, start beating his ass. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. go in. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> I thought that the little kid was quite funny. Yeah. Um, Lu- Lu- Luceres, is that his name? Luceres, yeah. Like, he, he like, is tiny, mm-hmm. but still, like, he gets, like, a bloody nose, and then he goes in. He's, yeah. like, all about it. I feel like kids his size and age get hit once, and they run away crying. No, but he he's, like, badass. he's going for it. Yeah, he went for it. I, I was love pretty the impressed. energy. Yeah, when mm-hmm. he took that, yeah. as soon as he grabbed that knife, and then friggin' Jace, like, throws the sand in his face, I was like, oh, mm. it's about to go down. I, I yeah. fucking knew. I knew that I was coming out. Well, so because of what you said last week, and then we looked it up, and in the books, we mm-hmm. read last week that he lost an eye. Um, I didn't say it on the podcast out loud, but I was reading that whole thing, and I, I bleeped out how he lost the eye and what it was over. Mm-hmm. But I knew it was over a dragon. I see. Essentially, it said that um, Aegon went to sorry, Aemon went to get. Um, a dragon and loses an eye to get the dragon right so when he was riding the dragon i was like and he hadn't lost an eye i was like huh okay and then when mm-hmm. the kid fight happened i was like oh okay mm-hmm. he's gonna lose an eye here now i have a question for so, you okay would you lose an eye to gain a dragon hmm am i in this world or am i in that world you're in this world no what if the dragon was like legal? Like you could put a license plate on it. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I mean, I don't want to be that nerd who's like, well, you know, I have to have insurance and everything. <laughs> but like, if I have the if I have a dragon in this world, some government or m- military is going to take that away from me. Let's just say you, know? you you are like this lucky the luckiest dude on earth, mm-hmm. and all of the governments are okay with it as long as it has a license plate and you pay like a hundred dollars a month for like insurance in case it eats somebody but like it's totally legal and you can do with it what you want if it's vagar then okay sure i'll lose an eye to get that dragon because that is pretty badass so is it a no-brainer then if you're in the other world if you're in game of thrones world you'd lose an eye for a dragon it's easy i'd lose an arm for a dragon probably That's fucking sick. I'd lose. I'd lose both my eye. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I can't really see anyway. <laughs> Go so blind. Like, <laughs> I don't know. No. Nah, um. What's? Yeah, I don't know if I would lose an arm, but yeah, definitely lose an eye for a dragon. Easy. Totally. I think it Easy was a good trade off. Yeah, I don't think he got off bad either. Mm-hmm. I think that I. I was okay with everything happening, and I liked that the fight happened. I didn't even care really that he called them bastards because they are. Mm-hmm. like i and i know that's nasty because it's like i don't <laughs> condone bullying if it's like if it's factually correct i'm not saying that mm-hmm. but he's not wrong here and he is being a bitch about it and he's not a nice character but it's not yep. too bad and then he starts fighting they start fighting it all goes off and then results are what they are but mm-hmm. i think that it's cool that he does say the line that um you know, lost an eye but gained a dragon. I think that yeah. is pretty cool for it's that kid badass. to like realize that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, we're skipping ahead a little bit. So yeah, so we have the whole fight thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, the king, we then cut to sort of the room, and I don't know why there's so many people in this room. Everyone's there. It's a fucking party. Why is everybody there? Like why I is just, Damon there? 
Because it's D- David's two kids were involved in the fight. Oh, yeah, true. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. See, I forget. <laughs> See? He's a dad. <laughs> he's literally a father. Come on, Reese. But is he even checking on the kid? Because the girls get in he the fight, too. Hey, fuck. He doesn't even barely go over to the kid. Yeah. Like, it's, they're just kind of standing strange. there. He doesn't even go and he 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 goes and comforts Rhaenyra. <laughs> His two yeah, kids are just standing there, like, really, man. You could at yeah, least uh, pretend. Well, yeah, because Rhaenyra comes running in and immediately checks on her kids. The queen yeah. comes running and checks on her kids, and then Damon's just standing there, leaning against the wall. Just Damon's like, like, oh, I have kids. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> now nah, he knows. He just doesn't care. But yeah, so we have the room with way too many people in it, and then mm-hmm. the king is pissed, and this is yeah. sort of the only sort of gusto we've seen from him in a while considering Mm -hmm. he's like falling apart um but yeah king is mad and then after the king is mad the queen as i think this is the most cersei she's been especially when she asks for the eye for an eye kind of thing it made me think so much that cersei's whole deal was that she was ruthless and cunning but when it came to her kids she was next level yeah and this is the the first time we've seen the queen go ultra next level mm-hmm. is when it's in and around evol- involving the kids. So yeah, I got I got strong Cersei vibes here. Totally. And I think too like it's very Cersei-esque, but it's still like I mean, it it's nowhere near what Cer- Cersei would have had Rhaenyra killed the second Aegon was born. Like no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So yeah. I mean, she's still yeah. significantly more tame than Cersei, but like totally, she's she's headed there. Like she's headed to Cersei's mm-hmm. level for sure. Yeah, true. We then get. Um, I like this the the part where um, Alison calls for Sir Sir Christian Cole to come in and like take the eye, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm like sworn to you," or she says, "You're sworn to me," mm-hmm. which I didn't know if if that was her exposing like a secret pact thing or if it's just the fact that he's the guard that's in charge of looking after her yeah it felt secret pacty to me but then he says no i'm sworn to protect you mm-hmm. yeah that was that was crazy because like but i also thought is it is it like how um oh i'm blanking on her name the the awesome knight from game of thrones is, is sworn to protect um oh, the tully and then her and jamie kind of have a bit of a thing oh the, yeah, the yeah, night. yeah i know who you're talking about i can't uh, remember his name what's uh brianne 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 of tarth yeah. that's it okay so she is like sworn to protect um tully right mm-hmm. and then um i wondered if it was kind of like that like a, just a, a knight's honor but kind like, of thing i know that he he has to protect the like he has to also pr- protect the king like it's I don't think that she like owns him. Like he's the white cloak, which yeah. means like he. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Because yeah, so like surely thing. like the heir, which is Rhaenyra, and then right. her heirs, which is the direct line of the throne. Like he can't take an eye from one no. of them. And like if as if he's gonna guard. do that. As if he's even gonna yeah. do that anyway. Like girl, like relax a little bit. Like have a drink, please. <laughs> like damn. She needs to smoke some weed. She does because holy shit, like. Your kids, first of all, your kid kind of started the whole thing. So mm-hmm. that's that. And yeah, he lost his eye, but nobody died. Like he didn't die. It's not like he died. So for me, it's a bit of an overreaction. 
A little bit, yeah. I, I can see where you're coming from. We then have the head-to-head between Alison and Rhaenyra, dagger in hand as she goes a bit, a bit. well, she goes for the eye. Yeah. But then, yeah, Rhaenyra and her are standing, and then they sort of form a circle. We see Damon block <laughs> Kristen Cole, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, you love a supportive boyfriend. It, yeah, it, it's interesting <laughs> too, because I don't think Cole knows about Damon and her, Mm-mm. like at all. No, I don't. I mean, maybe when they like maybe 10 years ago, there was like a whiff of it in the air. But at mm. this point, it's still very hush hush. I don't like at all the phrase <laughs> you just used for that. A whiff, whiff of it of in, it the, in air the air. Because, yeah. because they're together <laughs> directly after that. It just doesn't sound. Any Sorry, good. guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Anyway, next note that I have is uh, she's bleeding quite a lot and no one cares. Mm-mm. Like no. she gets I, I'm fairly so you get cut there. It's not good. No, and especially too like not to be dark, but if you get cut like lengthwise, sort yeah, of yeah, that's like, like death. Yeah, you die because it slits your yeah. like whatever, whatever it is. I'm not a doctor, but yeah, it kills you. Yeah, like that's that's what I know too. Is that you know you go across if you know you're having whatever, and then straight down is gone, like yeah. dead. So why is why does no one react to this or anyone care? I'm not sure if they really know that at this point. Like they're kind of operating with limited knowledge. Back I mean, then. they they stitch her up next scene, but it's also like ugh. maybe it just wasn't as deep as we think it is. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Who the knows? visual effects guy went like yeah. too far. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "I'm gonna make this look real bad," but the script just says it's a minor wound. Mm-hmm. It's a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I did like the head-to-head, and I like how Rhaenyra gets in a little psychological warfare. Yeah. She's like, now everyone sees who Rhaenyra you called really are. This bitch out. She's like, oh, yeah. like you're no longer hiding behind like this cloak of like morality, like you little bitch. Oh, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was eating that up. Like, yes, yeah. go go it's for the real, throat. There's some big meat on that bone, and it's it's the it's really great because we get Rhaenyra like back. Yeah, you know. And I hate to say it's because Damon's there, but maybe it is. And if that is the case, then fair enough. But like, yeah, the two of them together in that room, like she's got some fire about it and she gives it to the mm-hmm. queen. I like that. But she like goes about it in a way that like isn't like embarrassing for her. Like, yeah, no, she's like, she's controlled. a badass about it. Yeah. She's so controlled. Yeah. Whereas like Allison, it just looks like a crazy person. And like Rainier is just kind of standing there like, girl, you're married to my dad. You think my dad yeah. is literally going to do this to me? Like, you don't even know my dad. Mm. And I just love yeah. him. <laughs> you didn't even know my dad. <laughs> you don't even know him that well. He's yeah. my dad. Yeah. And as if the king is okay, going to so... let the, let, like, Cole rip out an eyeball from his, you know, his grandchildren. As if that's even yeah, going to happen. it was never going to happen. It was, she was, she was drawing, uh, like, straws nothing. here. Like, nothing like, was going to happen. so weird. All right, so then we have, yeah, the kid saying the lost an eye but gained a dragon line, mm-hmm. which I think was, like, probably the hardest line in this whole episode. It just is so cool because the kid is standing there mm-hmm. with, like, the slit eye still fresh. <laughs> and he's like, I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon. And he's like, it was a fair fight kind of thing, you know, like, yep, all was good. And then they walk away, and it's just like, whoa. But I don't like how the king says, right, this session is over or something like that. He, he like, denounces the whole thing mm-hmm. and then everybody leaves. And it's like he called a meeting of everybody. That's why they were all in the room. 
And we're like, why Why is everybody here? There's too many people in this room. I think you'd want to keep like a crazy event like that hush-hush. Like it's kind of yeah. embarrassing for him. Like, girl, all your grandkids are fighting. Like, it's so bad. He's airing out the dirty laundry to everybody there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I get that they're all family in some way, but it's just like, why? There was too many people in that room. Anyway, I'm getting <laughs> off point. All right. Next thing we have is, yeah, we got Otto coming in and talking with the queen and... I just put auto worms again because he is he's wiggling his way in very wormy he's not wasting any time he immediately got reinstated and now he's back on his bullshit yeah and it's it's good like it's bad for team Rhaenyra but mm-hmm. it's good TV it's like TV. it's it's cool that he didn't come in and just yell at her and be like you know you've disrespected the family name yada 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 kind of thing mm-hmm. it's cool that he comes in and is like i didn't know you had that in you and you gotta keep that up but be yeah. a bit more subtle about it he totally fuels her like but to be honest though i think allison looks that that scene made her look so bad like i don't mm-hmm. think that she went about that in the right way at all as much as Otto was like yeah it looks you like you look tougher like whatever like you're being a badass. Mm-hmm. I just think that whole scene made Allison look stupid, and like yeah, a little I, bit I, I get what Otto's trying to say, but I agree. I think that the damage that's been done in that one scene they can't underplay, surely, because she literally like stole a knife from her king husband mm-hmm. to try and remove a kid's eye. You assaulted and the literal just queen, gonna, like, the future queen. Breathe over that. Yeah, like you assaulted the future queen, first of all. I don't know how she got away with that. I understand that she is currently the queen, but you mm-hmm. literally assaulted the future queen. I don't know how that everyone's just like, oh, yeah, that's just Allison. Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, like, she's just on Mondays, right? Yeah, I'm like, how is that allowed? She should simply be put in prison. Well, I was wondering this too, because Cersei gets thrown in jail for something by the sparrows and all that, right? I can't mm-hmm. remember what that was over. Um, Because she had a weird relationship with her brother. Oh, right. That was because of incest claims. Like, yeah, I just wonder, like, who's the police here? Like, who's, who's, <laughs> is it just the, what the king says goes and that's it? Like, where, where is the line? I think that that's pretty much what this is. The king has, like, final say over everything. And the king currently 100% has dementia. So I don't think he's even a reliable source at this point. But, well, so the other thing that we need to mention about this whole scene is that the other thing that comes out of this, I mean, point, Point one goes to Rhaenyra for getting in the shots and also another point to Rhaenyra just because not even anything Rhaenyra did, just the fact that Allison just loses a point. City girls up. But then point three goes to Rhaenyra again because the king then declares like anyone else spreading these rumors about, you know, the fact that the, 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 the kids aren't of whatever descent. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Uh, like proper descent or proper... Like true, uh, like no. true born like yeah yeah that whole thing like yeah. anyone saying that they're bastards is gonna lose a tongue yeah we right? love that for him so then like rhaenyra's got a triple win there because now the king's decreed that no one can talk about it mm-hmm. and also yeah everyone in the room knows everybody but now knows. N- n- nothing can be done about it yeah we love that because now she's in this position where everybody knows so it's not really a secret anymore but nobody can talk about it so she's just kind of like living in this perfect like middle ground yeah but then this now comes on to the overall bigger problem that i foresee i mean we're going to talk about it in a bit when we finish up our notes here but sort of where the show goes going forward Mm -hmm. 
I think it pretty much has to get to a point where they're going to try and kill Rhaenyra because yeah. they, if they true, if the green um, Hightower family's whole goal at this point is to get Aegon on the throne, mm-hmm. they've just lost the king's vote. Mm-hmm. They've just like humiliated themselves in front of the rest of the family. Yep. And also, yeah, the king has just like made it absolutely crystal clear that like Rhaenyra's kids are like not to be touched or or de- like de- um, desecrated their name like their name whatever yeah. they can't like be you know uh, talked talked bad about. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's um, I think. I don't know. Like, I think it's hard to say what, what the future here is going to look like, but I mean, I have a pretty interesting theory like later on. So I think let's go to the next part and then I'll tell you what my, get to the next part. Okay. So I'm just going to say the next note and then I'm quickly going to take off my hoodie because I'm roasting here, but you can talk about the next note (laughs) because I, I know you want to. (laughs) So I've got here that, um, Rhaenyra claims that she needs Damon. Hmm. And that, um, yeah, that, the, again, we already spoke about this a, bit, a little bit earlier, but yeah, the whole, the whole scene that you said would be romantic if they didn't say the uncle thing. Yeah. You just talk about that scene. What okay. do you, what do you think? So that scene was crazy because you've got Rhaenyra and Damon sort of looking out over the water and Rhaenyra is essentially asking for like a proposal to happen like mm-hmm. they want Rhaenyra wants them to be united and like if you go back this whole episode Damon barely talks at all like he, he really hardly says it says a word I think he's got like 20 words maybe the whole episode um but Rhaenyra is kind of like let's just bl- like put our blood together and um we're two like dragons like we're fire we're always meant to burn together which was so romantic and we love that for them but like she starts Mm -hmm. the whole thing off with uncle and i'm like again why did you have to say that it's weird um but anyway you're kind of like okay like this is finally happening like like this is happening like we're living and then i believe right after that doesn't it cut to to the marriage um no so hang on actually we've missed we've missed one kind of important um scene so we have the just before that conversation between Rhaenyra and Damon, we have a conversation between Rhaenyra and Laenor right so Laenor comes in and he's all like hey look I'm sorry that I've not really been around you know you deserve better kind of thing I'm gonna be around from now on Mm -hmm. because yeah he literally comes in his wife has like uh (laughs) could have died like wound and his kids got a broken nose (laughs) And all this sort of stuff. And he was nowhere to be seen. Mm-mm. He was living his best so, gay life. Yeah, I really enjoyed that whole scene because I like the fact that he suddenly says that he's going to become the husband that he promised to be. Yeah. Because earlier on as well, Rhaenyra said that, you know, he's not doing well to keep up appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that he sort of comes to this conclusion. But then we cut to the scene of Rhaenyra and Damon and... I think Damon's the one who suggests it off the get-go that Lanor has to die yes. for them to be together. Right. So, yeah. So, when Rhaenyra sort of, like, suggests that, hey, like, you're single and, like, you know, mine isn't really working out. Like, why don't we mm-hmm. why don't we bond together? Whatever. And then Damon's like, well, yeah, but, li- like, you're still married. Lanor has to die first. And at that point, I'm just like, oh, fuck. I was yeah. like, uh, I was like, I really don't want to see Leonor die. I like him as a character. I don't think that he, 
deserves to die and especially too because of the conversation that him and Rhaenyra have is so endearing because he basically is like I really wish God didn't make me this way which he's talking about being gay and mm-hmm. and Rhaenyra is just like I think that you're an honorable man and like a good person and I I think you're fine the way yeah, you she, are she shoots that down straight away and says no I don't I don't wish that at all like i like the way you are you're an honorable man that's very rare to find yeah i love that um scene. and yeah i agree i had a note here saying that yeah i i like that whole scene because he's admitting to what he's been doing wrong mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing with this character just all around i said it last week like it's not like anything he did was that good or anything it's just that he's very honest and sort of I don't know. He's kind of relatable in a weird way because he's not perfect and he knows he's not, but he, he yeah. tries and, and has the right intentions, but he, he's slow to get there, but he does get there. He's very um, human. So I just like his character. Yeah, like he's a very human character. He's easy to relate to. And like, yeah. you know, with all of these other insane characters going on, Lenor is like a nice sort of calm, like human character in the show, which like yeah. I think is really nice to see. But yeah, so like you have this really great moment between them and you're kind of like oh maybe maybe we like this like maybe we ship them now you know they can have like a cute little parenting moment with the kids and like no obviously the kids are not his kids but you know for the Mm -hmm. sake of the show um and then damon's like well we could kill him and i'm like no come on dude like i was so upset to hear that and then i was like damn damon's gonna fucking kill this guy and then like i don't know i was really disappointed Here's here's honestly how my emotions went. Damon said we have to kill him. And I fully thought we were going to get to a scene where Damon's going to kill this dude. Yeah. Me too. Um because he's killed everybody else that he <laughs> needs to to get whatever he wants, mm-hmm. so you know, it's whatever. But then Rhaenyra agrees right away and says, "Yeah, I know." Yeah. And the second that she said that, I was like, "Oh, maybe Rhaenyra though would sort of hide him or something mm-hmm. like maybe she would have some some plan yep. rather than just straight up murder <laughs> but i then would then thought as that whole conversation kept going back and forward i thought no like maybe Rhaenyra might want that but damon's gonna kill right yeah it's not in damon's wheelhouse to be like very merciful so i was like Ooh. it's it's not even about it being merciful i don't think i don't think I don't think that he's he's ruthless. I just think that he needs certainty. Like he needs to like dead is dead mm-hmm. and that like gets him what he wants for sure. Yeah. Whereas like hiding, there's always like a, a loose thread that can That's be pulled true. on there. Um I mean, I still would say that he's ruthless though, because I feel like like the way that it plans out, he, someone still dies. So I don't know if yeah. it's just like Yeah, true. Yeah, I guess so. I just I just mean that he's not like cold-blooded or like yeah i guess like he he does everything for a purpose and mm-hmm. it's it's to 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 solve that purpose ruthless to me is like you sort of he's doing it because he's got a bit of bloodthirst about it he wants to like do the murdering i think this is more that he just wants to get things and knows that he's got to do a job to get what he wants um but yeah so they they have the whole conversation and then it was a little confusing i thought how they sort of kept the commentary going whilst playing what was going to be happening. Yeah. And then we cut to the scene of Damon talking to a knight. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I initially thought that this was the like the boyfriend, the like new boyfriend. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, Carl, spelled with a Q. Okay, <laughs> spelled with a Q. <laughs> yeah, it's Q A R L. Sorry, I don't know why sus. I said that. But a bit weird. It's a little sus. At least it's not Carl with a Y. Oh yeah, true. That would be worse. At least it's not like Carl how they say it in Walking Dead. Where he's yeah. like Carl. 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 <laughs> anyway, I freaking hate that. Um yeah, so this is the boyfriend, right? Yes, this is Lenor's boyfriend. Okay, so that confused me off the get-go because I was like, why is this guy going to be the one to kill him? And then yeah. as the whole thing goes through, I'm like, okay. But like, I was like, that makes way more sense. The way that they were setting it up, before, before I sort of had any inclination that they were going to trick everybody, I was thinking mm. Damon literally went to this boyfriend and was like, I'm going to give you money to kill him and you can take off and like leave with this all this money so i'm thinking that damon essentially has a hit job situation but really Mm -hmm. what they don't include in the show is damon saying like what you're gonna do is i'm gonna kill this other dude and you're gonna pretend to have a fight with lanor and then we're gonna burn this kid alive and then everyone will think it's lanor and you two can live your best gay life out in like bravo so wherever they're going yeah yeah I mean, the only part of this plan that doesn't make any sense is who did Damon kill? I and just think he are kills... Are they going to discover that, oh, hey, like, Steve's been missing for a while. <laughs> Should I we don't... be worried about Steve? <laughs> I kind of feel like he just, like, kidnapped somebody, like, off the street. He just got someone who looks a little like <laughs> yeah. him, and then they're like, we're going to cook him so it doesn't matter yeah. too much. This is what I'm saying. Like, is it good? Is... Like, yes, it's good because Lenor survives, but also, like, it's kind of sad that he just, like, kidnapped this some person. Innocent, yeah. Yeah, some innocent, like, cook or... Like, he's just a chef. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. But, um... Yeah. That's what happened, so... I don't know. It's a, it's a good switcheroo, and it's a nice little twist, because it's rare... Um, It's, it's rare to see in Game of Thrones yeah. that a character is... Someone says they're gonna die... Or it's, it's set up that they're going to die and they don't die. Like, it's pretty rare that this would well, happen. in the books, apparently, and this is what I've read. I don't know if this is true. Like, the fans out there can correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure Lanor dies in the books. Mm. I don't know how he dies. I don't know if Damon kills him. Or I, I don't know if something happens to him. But I think, like, and this is just a hypothesis. Like, if you look back in Game of Thrones, a lot of the gay characters die. I was wondering this. Like a lot of, I'm pretty sure all of them die. So I'm wondering. I was wondering if it was a political decision to have him sneak away and be happy rather than them murder him because there's no other character to represent at this point. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking too. And it makes sense because I feel like if you have all of the gay characters die, it's it's not really putting out a good message there. Like George R.R. Martin's not looking great. So yeah, especially when it's basically saying that like yeah, even if you have an arrangement, like it's not going to work out. You need to, you know, be yeah. man and woman kind of thing. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah. So I like the switcheroo. He's shaved his head, got rid of the golden locks, which you loved. Which is bold, bold do rowing out, riding out, <laughs> roll, rowing out. Jesus. Um, he gets to go be a sailor and live the life that he wants. I you guess you missed so happy the perfect for him. opportunity to say he gets to go and be a seaman. Ah. 
Thanks, everyone. I'm here till Thursday. Try the veal. There you go. You kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> um, yeah, he gets to go be a seaman sailor dude. Um, and, you know, all the best for him. I hope he's happy. I hope... I, I kind of hope they just leave him alone now. Like, I do like him as a character, yeah. but I don't want to see him suddenly, like... Because the only way they can really bring him back now is if he's gets held hostage by someone. Yeah, or someone finds out it's him and yeah, kidnaps him or something. Yeah, that's like what that. that's what I mean. Like the queen's gonna find out that he's still alive. Someone gets to go send him. We have yep. this whole thing of like, well, you're not gonna kill me because I have Lainer prisoner kind of thing, and mm-hmm. here he is. Ta-da. Like that's pretty much the only way I see it going going forward. So that yeah. sucks for them. But yeah, leave him alone. Let him go. Be happy on sailing the seas and just let that be that. Agreed. Um, yeah, so I put uh, Lainor be dead. So sad. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Who planned that, though? <laughs> I, I like didn't I didn't quite see, like, who, yeah, who the dude was that they ended up mm-hmm. killing instead and then who the witness was that ran away. I was like, who planned this? Like, like it's kind of crazy. The really sad part about it, though, is, like, yes, he survives and that other guy dies, which is, like, sad. But also the poor parents because now they've lost both their children. Like, well, at least yeah. they think he's dead. So now Lane is dead for sure. And then they think Lane is dead. Like, damn, that's a rough fucking week for those so, guys. We're going to come on to it because the only scene left to talk about is the, is the marriage scene. Mm-hmm. Um, well, which and will the, wrap up and the Coralis in the the Rainus scene, Rainus, Rainus, whatever her name is, Renice. Remember? Oh, um, right. Yeah, I mean that one's not that big, but basically, like, the Coralis says to Renice, like, let's pass our titles down to Bela, because mm-hmm. these two kids are clearly bastards, and you know we want to keep these titles or whatever in the family, and um the wife renice is basically like no like like why are you why are you still trying to keep all of this power like to us like we have Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he hasn't accepted that she's not queen and they're still kind of living in the past well he is yeah well he like actually is he's the one who's in support of the illegitimate kids oh right keeping their titles because he says that people remember names not blood right yeah that was a great line so she yeah she suggests that they they pass them on but i honestly think that because that scene obviously happens before the laner dies kind of thing Mm -hmm. um fake death i think that and this is my theory as to where it goes going forward i think they become a bit of walder Frey kind of yep. family antagonistic I think that they just they've got nothing left to yep. lose so they can just f- say fuck it to everything they have no and stake they can in really this start burning all. bridges yeah they have because they have no stake anymore they have no connection yeah. to the future king because clearly that's not Lanor's kid like, like yeah they know it um but yeah, that's it's an I think interesting. The one. only the only thing that they have going forward is Damon's kids. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Right. And they're never going to be on the throne, so it's kind of like they'll get titles, but I don't. I mean, they're kind of irrelevant at this point. Not to be like a hater, but yeah, because they get married off, and their surname would change anyway, mm-hmm. right? So I also thought that we should have known this because in Game of Thrones, this family doesn't exist. We don't hear of them. Yeah, they die off. Yeah, there's no Valerians. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, because these are the only ones in the whole show that like their family is not around. Yeah, that's I didn't even think. And of they're that, supposed but... to be like the power, right? So like I thought maybe they go down with the Targaryen kind of thing, but it mm. we're it looks like we're, we're sort of seeing the demise of them now. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But if Laenor does stay alive, then arguably in Game of Thrones world, there could still be lineage. I don't know, because he's, he's gay, so he's not going to have a kid. Is oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Biology. There's that hiccup. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. You never know. Hey, people change. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't saying <laughs> that he would change. I was meaning more like maybe they just like, you know, surrogate or something. They just like, Yeah, know. they have a surrogate baby. Him and yeah, his boyfriend yeah, right. Carl. It's all the rave at the minute. Have you not been watching the Kardashians? Yeah, they're big on the surrogates. They are. They love a surrogate. It's really weird. <laughs> anyway, we're getting completely off it. Okay, let's talk about the marriage scene, and then we'll wrap yes. this up, recap up, and then we'll go hard into some theories because yes. we need to. Um, but yeah, the marriage scene. Did you like it? Is it everything you wanted it to be? Are you going to print it out, get a poster on the wall? I loved it. Drinking think, each other's blood and smushing blood. and. I think if I ever get married, I want to do that. Because, like, how beautiful. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no, I think it's romantic. You are wrong. What? You don't want to? I think you and McKinley should do that. I think that if if I said, I, right, here's the, I, McKinley and I brush our teeth at separate times because if I spit in the sink, she gags. <laughs> So do you think that we're, I'm going to put my blood on her forehead, we'll then drink each other's blood, and then and then cut our hands and, and hold them together? You think we're, we're about yeah, that? Yeah, I think that would be romantic. No, 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 no. You are wrong. <laughs> well... It's not romantic in any way. It's all gross. I think it's romantic. So hate me, love me, I don't care. If there's if there's a million fans of that wedding, then I'm one of them. If there's no fans of that wedding, I died. If there's one fan, mm. it's me. No, I I can see people being fans of the wedding. I think that the whole thing was set up pretty cool. Like aesthetically, it looked interesting. Yeah, aesthetically, it was. It was I don't know if this is a traditional Targaryen thing that they're doing, but I feel like it's the first time we're seeing something like this. It is. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I mean, we watched Game of Thrones where Danny ate a horse's heart. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's all sorts of weird shit we've seen in the past. That's true. So it was like jokes aside, it was a pretty cool aesthetic. Until they showed the kids. <laughs> the kids are just, just standing sort of there, like, standing there. They've like, had the most traumatic 24 hours of their lives. And now they're horrible just standing 24 there hours. watching their parents get married who are also uncle and niece. And they're just kind of like, is this, is this a joke? Like, I feel let's like just I'm recap there. Let's quickly recap that we're talking about the girls here. Their mm -hmm. week consisted of we're going to get a new sibling. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no, sibling's dead. Oh, wait, no, mum is also cooked on a barbecue. Mm -hmm. We're now traveling back for her funeral. Yep. After the funeral, we see our cousin steal our mum's dragon. Mm -hmm. We then get punched in the face because we're <laughs> upset that he stole the dragon. Mm -hmm. And then our dad is going to fuck his niece and get married in blood. Yeah. And That's we're now lot. one happy family. That's a lot for, for children. Also, our uncle died as well. Yeah, and our uncle died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the Just boys. Just throw that on there. The boy's dad, dead. Yep. Right? So that, both of them are dead, frankly. The real one and the mm -hmm. fake one. So they've lost two fathers and they've gained Damon, who like, yeah. I feel like. They've gained an uncle. But I, I want to just say this on, on the air right now. Damon is not the stepfather. He's the father that stepped up. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. What mm -hmm. a line. 
Did you write that down and instantly were like, oof, I've got it. I heard that somewhere else, but I thought it would be so perfect for this scenario. It's not the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped up. Mm-hmm. Nice. Damon is it's really fitting. Remember last episode when we were saying Damon Daddy Daycare? Damon Daddy Daycare, yeah. This Damon just has literally four children. Like this man, yep. this man just is acquiring kids. Yeah, he is. He's he's really collect racking them up. Mm-hmm. It's like playing the game of life, the redneck game of life, when you just inherit a bunch of Daryls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay, right. So, yeah, wedding, cool aesthetic, other than the kids sort of standing there. I was like, oh, I felt so bad that they were there. Also weird. <laughs> um, and the, the, the maester also, just like. Yeah, he's perfectly ma- maester, fine with that. Maester daycare? Maester daycare. Yeah, he's just kind of standing there with them like, oh, are you guys Okay. They're like, yeah. no, and we're not. No one's addressing, at no point during the conversation where they talk about them getting married, do they even address the king? No. Like, king can mention anything about what the rest of the realm is going to think other than like, oh, well, you have to be single so that we can get married, obviously. Yeah, that's that, that's the weird part about it. If she got married if she got married to Damon while she was still married, that's the weirdest yeah, and they part about briefly, this Briefly, in that too, they do briefly mention that everyone's going to assume that it was her that murdered her husband. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that. But this is where... Okay, so now we're going to move on to the theories as to what's going to happen next, right? Yep. So this family, the Valerians, who have just lost all their kids, right? Mm-hmm. I really think they are going to turn Walder Frey style and just start fucking shit up. And I think makes the most sense that they're going to be pissed at Damon and Rhaenyra mm-hmm. more than they're going to be pissed at Allison and Viserys. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, but they're they're they're, they're still mad at Viserys because he married Allison and they don't like Allison because of that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But Rhaenyra has got like illegitimate kids. Yeah, they probably suspect that she just killed Laenor. Yep, they don't like Damon, and Damon doesn't give a shit about the fact that his wife, who Mm-mm. was their daughter, died. Yeah, it's a bad situation because they're both, like, that's their, like, parents-in-law, both of them. And now you're in this weird situation where, like, they've coupled up. But also, too, on that point, I feel like Rhaenyra's claim to the throne just got stronger by marrying Daemon. Like, I feel like before she was kind of, like, in a weird situation because obviously her kids are bastards and, like, she's a woman so she's in this weird like like gray area but now that she's married to damon damon also has a claim so now there's Mm -hmm. two people coupled up that both have claims so if they have a kid together just like i would say that that you know what i mean i think so but i think just the way that sort of they're talking about this and how the realm sort of works it still makes more sense that aegon would be the natural heir yeah yeah, if we're talking like girl versus boy type of thing. Yeah. Like male, female, but But I think that the advantage that Rhaenyra has by Damon being on board and I'm gonna put a little pin in this because I'm gonna say <laughs> so I'm gonna word this funny and then I'll come back to it. But like if Damon stays true to like supporting her and doesn't get ambitious by himself, mm-hmm. if he's there to support her ascension to the throne, yep. then I fully believe that he could do some shady shit to make sure that she gets there and that's mm-hmm. sort of his role. 
However, and this is the little pin that I put in there, <laughs> I still don't 100% think he's in this to make Rhaenyra go on the throne. No, I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I right? still think it, he wants to be king. It seems like... Yeah. The only time I thought that he generally would just want Rhaenyra and just to be happy is when he proposes to the king that they get married and they go live on Dragonstone. Hmm. I thought maybe he could roll with it for a little while of them just being like happy and whatnot. But I yeah. think that too much opportunity is falling into his lap here mm-hmm. for him not to reach out and try and grab the throne. Yeah. But like also too, I think it would make sense for Damon. Like, yeah, he wouldn't be the king. He'd be the king consort. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, he's still the king. But he's also found some way or another that every wife he's been with has died. That's true. That is true. Just if we're, yeah. if we were to be like commentators at a hockey game, right? Mm-hmm. It, he's, he's two for two on dead wives. He is. So you would assume on those odds he could go three for three. Yeah, but I feel like the other two, as much as I liked Lena, I feel like they have to kill her for the plot. They have, they had to kill her for the plot, unfortunately. And mm-hmm. Rhaenyra is the star of the show. So yeah. But as we know with Game of Thrones, that really doesn't matter at all. They'll kill anyone. No, it doesn't matter. You can't possibly, no main character is ever safe. There's no no real predictions. But just on that, let's go down. So we've already said that it's sort of Rhaenyra versus Allison. Those are the two team leaders. Who ends up on top? What do you you think is happening? I still think the king is going to die at some point during the season. So yeah, King's going to die. Once the King dies, I feel like Rhaenyra is going to sit on the throne. It's just a matter of how long is she going to sit there for? That's what I'm thinking. I think that the King dies and something happens to Rhaenyra. I don't know what, but maybe she gets kidnapped or maybe she gets taken out or when the King dies, she's away doing something. Mm. and there's a gap there's there's a gap of opportunity Was she a dragon and i stone? think in that gap of opportunity it's gonna balance on damon mm. i feel like damon is gonna have a moment where he and i don't know which way it's gonna go but i'm just gonna put it out there that i think damon is gonna have an opportunity to seize it for himself and we're gonna be left to sit with that maybe even into a season two but wouldn't damon and rhaenyra be together like, wouldn't they, like, since they're married, wouldn't, like, let's say for fun, they're at Dragonstone and they're living there. Like, mm-hmm. if he dies, there's going to be some sort of funeral. And she's already, pro- like, she's already set up to become the queen. Like, they've already had the processions. So yeah. something, she'd probably have to die or. Okay. Like, okay. New, new idea then. The tides are going against Rhaenyra and Damon. And mm-hmm. it's swinging towards Allison for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how or why. And then Damon, in order to secure Rhaenyra, knows they're losing it. Like the rope is slipping from their hands. Right. So Damon kills the king to speed up the process Ooh. to get Rhaenyra on the throne. I could totally see that. Right? Yeah, I could totally see that for sure. Because Damon Cause again, doesn't give like, a damn about him. Uh, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. But also Damon, I think, out of everybody is the one who's going to get something done if it needs done. Could Allison kill him, though? Allison kill him? 
could Alicent kill the king? I could see her doing that. Mm. I think if she would, it would be from a lot of wiggling from Otto. I think Otto's going to mm. have to... Or, or the other him. dude. The other... The, the walking cane. Hi, um, oh, yeah. Ugh. Lyris. Yeah. They're, they're definitely... Yeah. They've got some secretiveness to them. He's going to do something within the next episode, for sure. Like, he's... He's, he's due for, for like, an event. So here's the only thing that we're, we're completely missing out on, which probably comes into it. I believe next episode, there's another age jump and change of actors, six right? Six years. Yep. The kids, are, the kids are moving up. Yep. Six years older. So the fact that they're aging up the kids, I wonder if that means they're going to bring the kids into more mainstream storyline. Because they're oh, there gotta. at the minute. But not too much. But also, too, like, if they're aging the kids six years up, like, I, there's no way that the king can survive another six years. <laughs> like, yeah. the dude is 150 years old. Uh, okay, so the like, episode that we just posted yesterday, 78, um, I briefly, somewhere in there, I'll listen back and send you the time code, but John... <laughs> gives the most scottish like description i don't want to ruin it for you but john gives the most scottish description ever about how the king's still alive <laughs> and it's just it's just hilarious the expression that he uses i'll send you it but okay. yeah you have to hear that it's very funny but yeah this king is like holding on for somehow on with one arm <laughs> oh yeah i forgot he only has one arm <laughs> yeah he's missing a fucking arm still like and no uh, one addresses it he's got dementia like he called <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Do you see that? I just flew yes. that ball against the wall, tried to catch it, miss it, and it hit me in the head. <sighs> but yeah, he... I don't understand how... First of all, how did he survive the 10-year time gap? Like, damn. That was a big gap, but he made it. He made somehow. it. Somehow. Somehow. He lost an arm, but he made it. And I just... I don't understand how they can... Like, every episode, he looks 10 times worse. So six yeah. years later, I don't know how this dude is going to like be functioning. I don't know. It's it's a mystery. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so hmm. Let's think. The next age gap, kids are gonna get older. I think they become more mainline story. Yeah. The king can't just die off screen, so he has to still be around, but dingling on the edge. Mm-hmm. Hanging on like, to your he life. is like he is teetering, like a skittle would send him over. Very much. <laughs> So that's where he's going to be at. Yeah. And then I think it's... Do you think Damon and Rhaenyra are going to have kids? Because I feel like if they have kids, it could change the dynamic of like... The situation in a way. I I, I thought about this too, right? Because yeah, everyone knows that the kids are the bastards, right? Mm -hmm. So Damon and Rhaenyra have a kid and it's going to be bleach blonde and and all like... It's going to look like... Incest looking. Yeah, it's going to look like a Targaryen. (laughs) But it doesn't matter because that would be the fourth kid that Rhaenyra's had. Yeah. I mean, remember, they just had a kid that they named Joffrey, right? I keep forgetting about that little thing. Yeah. Which I don't know if that baby's even in this episode. He's not, they, he's, no, he's not. I would have. Never he wasn't the in baby. the fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got Jacaris, Luceris, Joffrey, and then incest baby, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that the fourth kid makes a difference at this point. So I don't think they are actually going to have a kid. Right. Um, but 
Yeah, I, hmm. I honestly don't know. I don't know where this goes. I we all we know is the king has to die, and then there's a struggle over their su- succession. Yeah. But what is Allison's like? goal here because as you said everything is signed that all the t's and i's are dotted and it's mm-hmm. signed to go to rhaenyra yeah. so what can allison do to get aegon on the throne pretty much has to be rhaenyra dies yeah she's got to kill rhaenyra like yeah that seems to be the only way unless we're missing something and like you know game of thrones pulls some crazy like plot twist out but of then its ass Otto's other thing is that he's really happy that they now have Vagar, which is the yeah. biggest dragon. Yeah. So there's going to so, be a war, I think. I think that this is... I, that's what I'm thinking. I think the, yeah. the, 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 the purpose of this episode being over the dragons mm-hmm. is that it has to be leading towards a war, like a yeah. big fight, like not so much sneaky stuff. Maybe sneaky stuff that ends up killing the king, mm-hmm. but then a big old fight, just straight up winner takes all yep. between... Yeah, the high tower Targaryen side and the Targaryen side. Yeah, and who do you think is going to win that? If you have to put your money on one side, what are you thinking? I still think Damon and Rhaenyra. Like Damon and Rhaenyra fighting against like Allison and whoever else. Like, I don't. I don't see them as like physical fighters. The only thing they have is the bigger dragon. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, if the king dies and there's a struggle for power, who owns what army? Because technically, they're both yeah, on the, the king's same guard side. would go to Rhaenyra. Would it though? Yeah, because she's the next in line. All the everyone's sworn allegiance to the heir. Yeah, I right? suppose. Yeah, so then so at Rhaenyra that point, would get it all. The only way that it gets fucked up is if people go against their word and don't want her as king well this Queen, comes back sorry. to the to the conversation that her and damon have where they're talking about like nobody is going to support a female like a female yeah like um ruler yeah so maybe it is a case where she is there any way that she can become queen and then say that damon is the real leader king kind of thing can she like uh, pass the buck i mean i don't know it's weird because like to me like yeah he's the king consort but at the end of the day he's still the king as well because yeah i mean like it's not some outside he gets marriage. final say over everyone apart from rhaenyra yeah pretty much because that's what the queen currently does i guess yeah so i don't know because if we're talking in terms of like power i would say that rhaenyra has that in her favor um, here's what here's something we haven't mentioned actually so we've been talking about Allison needs to kill Rhaenyra. Mm-hmm. What about Rhaenyra and Damon trying to kill Allison? I mean, they should try to kill Aegon too, if they're gonna. If they're gonna, well, you're at it. <laughs> if, they, <laughs> if they're gonna off someone, just get get that kid. Yeah, because once you oh. kill him, you're good. Well, no, I guess yeah. you'd have to kill Aemon too. Kill them both. They're both annoying. But I don't know. I think I don't know because I feel like Allison is just like a pain in the ass. At the end of the day, I don't like it's up to Aegon whether you, or not. I think he you wants need to write an email in about your distaste <laughs> for Alice. I literally have a big point here. You, you slip it in wherever you can. I have a big point, and it just says general thoughts. Allison keeps getting worse. Yeah. I don't like her. She's getting on my last nerve, honestly. Um, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's up to Aegon whether or not he wants to be king, because 
At this well, point, he's already said he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't really care. So I, I feel like Allison can try all she wants to make it happen. But if Aegon doesn't like go out of his way to like start the process, mm. can't really do anything about it. True. I don't know. It's getting harder and harder to predict where this is going to go. But yeah, for sure, King's going to die and then shit's going to hit the fan. It's something to do with Helena's prophecy, though. It, it's got to. It's got to come down to that because she predicted it last mm. time so i still think there's right. i mean it's school, just not as it's just not clear it's enough not as to clear, really but there's definitely going to be a war because she talks about green and black true well yeah we know that it's building yeah it's got to be a war mm. so it just comes down to who has the power i guess to win it exciting two episodes left there's a good chance it's going to be a two-parter isn't there three because there's eight nine ten Eight, nine, oh yeah true yeah. math 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 is hard the next one then has got to be sort of a, a big cliffhanger wait 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 we forgot to mention one thing and i quickly want to go back remember when right. corliss is talking to luceris and he's like you're gonna be the master of driftmark one day and luceris goes i don't want it like john snow yeah i was like okay john snow i yeah. don't want it i don't want it because if, if i get it, it means everyone else is dead <laughs> Yeah, he's got a good point. He kind of looks like Jon Snow a little bit too, which I thought was kind of funny. Like that's got to be a little nod to to Johnny Boy. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a little shout, yeah. a little shout. Anyway, forward. I had to mention that because I thought it was cute. I think that whole scene, like the kids, just clearly don't are kids. Like they don't yeah, care they about don't even, any of it. They don't even really understand how it works, and I feel like the yeah. parents need to just let them throw some baseballs around and like <laughs> be, have a be good kids time for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Hmm. oh boy wow we are building up to some hell of a season finale the only thing that pisses me off about knowing there's a season two is the fact that it's gonna if they leave it on a cliffhanger mm-hmm. i'll be so pissed like I they kind of have to but like oh like please two don't because of... two years is a long yeah. dangle on a cliff i'm gonna just read the books i won't be able to wait that long i'm gonna just get it over with and read the books okay well you're gonna have to read the book and recap it to me because i'm not i'm not gonna be able to read a book in two years okay the next podcast i'll still be on chapter two by the time <laughs> the show starts up again the podcast will just be me reading you the book and you'll just be like, hmm. I have wow. so many books that I get to chapter two or three and bookmark it and then move on to a new book. <laughs> I just can't finish a book. And You're never. a serial book. It's reader. really tricky. But I did finish Game of Thrones book, so I committed to that. There's a few books that I've committed to, but I've got so many books behind me that have bookmarks in them halfway because I just can't finish. Tragic. It's, 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 it's not great. All right. Anyway. Thank you, Shay, so much for, for being a part of this again. Um, hope you had fun. I definitely did. Um, and yeah, looking forward to the next episode, really. Yeah. Um, hit- had a great time. Yeah. Before you before you go off, I just want to say that Matt Smith, if you're listening to this, please give me a chance. I yeah. would treat you so nice and I make you so happy. Like, Yeah. Just give me give me one chance. Sorry, Reese. Carry he on. He might be a little older. No, he's not. He's, he's a perfect <laughs> he's, age. He's fine. Okay, care. well, there you go. Matt Smith, if you're listening, um, yeah, she, she, you got, Give me <laughs> she one chance, sounds please. like she's she wants a date. So, you know. Give me one chance. Get, get on that. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Hit the outro music. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Spotify. If on Spotify, you could leave us a five-star review. That would be incredible. We'd really appreciate it. Leave a nice little comment about us who you like who you don't like if 
Matt should date Shay. Who knows? Um, you stay classy, San Diego. See you fucking later. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>